morning, everyone. Yes, I was praying, we were praying the other night and really praying about this. And during the night, I felt God was showing me, he brought me to instances in the Bible where the battle was run by one shout. And like the Battle of Jericho, they marched around seven times, but one shout and the walls fell. And same with Gideon, there were 300 men there. But with one shout, the enemy was defeated. And I just feel that Winona's going through a tremendous battle and she needs support. She needs an army around her. And I just feel that we have to prepare a particular prayer so that everyone is saying the same prayer and at a particular time, we all pray that prayer. It's like an army. They say an army, when it's marching in step, the ground shakes. Well, if this church prays at a particular time for this thing, then the heavens will shake and we will see just miracles occurring because we are coming as a body and we're fighting this thing. This is not Winona's battle, this is our battle. This is a church's battle. Because if we let one of our people die, what are we? We're not a body. We need to be that body that we fight and stand together. And I just want to read out of Exodus where God came down to the, the Tower of Babel. And, and he said, they said, come, let us build us a city and a tower whose top will reach to the heaven. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower that the sons of men built. The Lord said, the people are one, and they have one language, and this is only the beginning of what they will do. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be impossible for them. What he's saying is this people was one language, one people, one objective, and God's saying nothing is impossible. And this is what we've got to be. We've got to be of one opinion, one voice, at whatever time it is, but we've got to shout and declare God's word over this thing, and God's saying nothing is impossible. So we've got to believe this, and we've got to stand on this, and we've got to see this victory. We are going to see this victory. Amen. 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 Pastor Ron, did you want to just read that before I... While we were worshiping for Pastor David... The Lord led me to Mark 11, and he wants me to stand right in front of Pastor David here. I'm releasing this on you and your wife. It comes out of Mark 11, 20, 22, 23, and 24. And Jesus answered them, have faith in God. Truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Pastor David, I release that upon you and Pastor Wyona and the church right now in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus, yes. 
Amen. As I chatted with Howard, he gave me the assignment to put together a prayer that we are going to join together. And as we chatted, we, we are going to do this at 8 o'clock every night. Past, uh, uh, Howard, Howard, Kathy, Brenda, and I are going to do this every night. And I'm going to ask if anybody wants to join us, I want you to stand with us th right now this morning. I want this to be a commitment that you say, yes, I, this, this is a moment in time that we're going to do this together. 8, 8 p.m., I, I, I'm going to try to figure out a system to get the, the message out. I'm going to read you the prayer. But it's, it's, a, it's one that we are going to do word for word together. But then I want you then to expand it. But I believe what Howard said. We are going to come together as one voice. We're going to say the same thing in the same intensity. And I know some people's voices are louder or whatever, but we're going to be intense when we do this together. But this doesn't have to just be where it ends because I believe the Lord, the Holy Spirit prompts every one of us. But we're going to say this together at 8 o'clock every night. And we're going to get it into your hands. Maybe while Pastor David uh, ministers this morning, I'm going to um, maybe print it out and and hand it out. But this is from Psalm 68. This is the basis. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Amen. Amen. Let God arise. Let his enemies be scattered. Here we go. I'm going to read this. Sorry, I don't have my glasses, but. We are the army of the living God. And I want you to say this because what it does is it unifies you with everybody else at 8 o'clock. We are the army of the living God. And today we shout forth our battle cry. We will not relent. We are one voice, one mind, and we are pursuing one purpose. Arise, Spirit of the Lord, like a rushing river, like a mighty wind, burst forth upon the enemy called cancer. Have dominion, overwhelm, and ca cause cancer to be eradicated in Winona's body. Drive out every corrupt cell, tumor, and lesion. Break their influence and cause them to wither and die. That is going to be our prayer together, our declaration together. And then we'll close. Winona, be healed. Arise. 
and be at peace. Amen? Eight o'clock every night, we're going to shout and we're going to make this declaration prayer. And we are going to drive the enemy of cancer out. Literally, we're going to take it. And I, I fully, my, my faith is full and I'm full of confidence in what God is, is going to do. And we are going to take that mountain and we're going to cast it into the sea. Amen? Amen. I'm going to print that out and I'll hand it out. And we're going to somehow post it online. If anybody is listening online and they want to be involved, uh, somehow get a hold of me and I'll get you this prayer that we're going to say, uh, say together every evening at 8 o'clock. Amen. Pastor David. As we are worshiping. Pastor Nelson said, through the inspiration of God. God's not stopping. He's moving. We serve a God who is progressive. We serve a God who is victorious. Um, we're going to take communion this morning, and uh, we'll do it in a few minutes, but we have a little wrinkle this morning because we have self-contained communion elements so they are in the front of you in front of you in the seat there's right in the middle of the seat there's a small um, circle and it has the communion elements in there if you want to grab them don't open them yet but if you'll notice there's two flaps there's a clear flexible flap right on the top and then right underneath it is the larger, s stiffer um, pink, lavender, purple. I don't know what color that is. It's a wine color. And that's why I don't know what color it is. Um, and, and that will release the juice. So just have that ready. But what I want to do is I want to take a few minutes and I want to talk about communion. Communion is a time, it's, it's an amazing aspect of a relationship and, and fellowship with God because it's, it's actually a point of the deepest emotion, the deepest sentiment that Jesus expressed. He actually was in the garden and it said he had dropped sweat, um, drops of blood. I mean, it was intense. It wasn't just waking up saying, yeah, let's do it. This was intense. In fact, he even said, Father, if it's at all possible, can this cup pass from me? So this was an intense thing. And the emotion of it is so amazing and so intense. And yet the victory of it is also immense. And it's amazing that the, the crucible of, of this moment the climax of this moment, the pinnacle of this moment has such e excruciating emotion, excruciating uh, feeling, and yet at the same time it unleashes the most dynamic victory 
ever experienced in mankind. In one act, the act of his death on the cross, he says it is finished. The culmination of everything that was spoken of him in time past came to that point, and he didn't say it's almost done. He said it is finished. Every aspect that you need in Christ is completed, paid for, and full in him. There is nothing lacking in Jesus. Right now, we are in a world that nobody's experienced before. I'm sorry, if somebody comes to you and say they're an expert in this, nobody's an expert in this. We're all trying to figure this out. The only expert I know is the Holy Spirit. And so as we're going through these moments and these times, it's excruciating for people that are trying to figure things out. And my answer is Jesus. And you say, well, how can you convey that in these moments? All I know is Jesus is the answer. He's not a answer. He is the answer. Amen. Awesome. Let's say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. He is the healer. He, he is not limited just to your physical healing. If you need emotional, mental healing, some, some issues in, in your mind or in your physique, God can heal those things that are physiological just as he can heal those things that are physical. His work, actually the word that, that he said in John, when he's on the cross, these are one of the last words he said. When he said it's finished, that Greek word, actually they found that same word on documents in, in, the, in the archaeological uh, finds on what they call papyrus, which was paper, and they found it on a bill. They found it like on an invoice, and it was stamped on that invoice, the same word finished. It is finished, actually, is one word. And what it meant was paid in full. So when we take communion this morning, what we are doing is we are celebrating and thanking God that it is paid in full. He does not lack in his ability. Now, I'm not trying to hype you up. I am trying to build your faith. I'd rather have faith than hype. And it says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you want to build your faith, you know what you do is you rehearse God's word in your life. Rehearse God's word. Don't rehearse the news. Don't rehearse the headlines. Don't rehearse the counts that they have and this place is this and that. Don't rehearse those things. Rehearse that our God is the healer. 
Rehearse that by his stripes we are healed. Rehearse that he came and he redeemed us from all the sins of the past and he has cleansed us with his blood. Rehearse those words. If you're going to say anything, say his words. If you're going to put anything on Facebook, put his words on Facebook. See what happens. I mean, it's full of opinion. Why don't we make it full of the Word of God? Uh, I'm not used to having a communion service like this. But His communion, the communion we have with Him, is powerful. I've got a few verses. I've got six minutes left, and I'm not going to do the whole six minutes. Communion is a time of victory. Every blessing you and I enjoy is because of Christ. Every blessing. You say a material blessing? I believe even the material blessings are because of Christ. A promotion at work? Yeah, you betcha. Finding a great parking lot spot when I drive into a store that's full of parking spots? Yeah, that's a blessing from God. If you don't think so, look at how angry they get when somebody else takes it. Every area of my life and every aspect of my life, every blessing that I have is because of Christ. A promotion at work, a demotion at work. Sometimes those are blessings. It says, count it all joy when you fall into trials and tribulations. That's a blessing. And you say, how can it be? It says, because the trying of your faith works patience. And when patience has her perfect work. Thank God that he's always at work. So communion is a time of this intense, it's, it's almost... It's almost like, how can I actually celebrate it because of the intensity? I believe you can. Communion is also a time of union with Christ. Yeah, I didn't get very many amens there because that's like, theologically, where am I going? Last week, Pastor Daniel shared about how we are heirs with Christ. I don't believe... We are living to our fullest potential because I think sometimes we don't understand the full potential of Christ in us. I had no say in the matter, but I am a son of my father. I, I don't even remember it. The first thing I remember, I was on his shoulders one time in Victoria Harbor. That was the first time I remember something specifically. And I was just a little boy. I wasn't a teenager. I was a little boy at that time. But I'm his son. There's nothing I did, but everything I receive is because of my father. And so today, last, or last Sunday when da Pastor Daniel preached, he shared on that we are joint heirs. We are heirs. And he talked about us being uh, partakers of the divine nature. Sometimes I think we need to push the envelope a little bit. So I want to share with you a verse out of 1 Corinthians chapter 10. It says, and I'm reading it from a different translation, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16. For when we pray for the blessing of the communion cup, 
Isn't this our co-participation with the blood of Jesus? He's saying when we take this, isn't this our fellowship with the blood of Jesus? Isn't this our partaking with the blood of Jesus? Now, I'm not saying that this is the blood of Jesus. That's not what I'm saying. But what we are doing is we are remembering Jesus. And what we are doing is we are also partaking or participating in the victory of what the blood accomplished. And what did his blood accomplish? The greatest victory, and there's many, but the greatest victory is it brought redemption and reconciliation where you and I could do nothing about it. His blood came and he cleansed the record and he blotted out our transgressions. And we participate in that every single time we take communion. We participate in what Christ did for us and the blood that he shed for us. He says we actually share in that. Think about that. We need to stretch our minds. Participating. It also says that it continues, and the bread that we distribute distribute isn't this the bread of our co-participation with the body of Christ although we're many we become one there is a participation we get to participate in the victory and the triumph of what the body of Christ his blood and his body provided for us we get to participate in that so when we take communion, we're not just taking a, dr a drink of juice and a wafer. What we are doing is we are celebrating and remembering the power and the import of what Christ did for us and that we participate in that victory. Healing. Healing. That's really important to me right now. <laughs> healing. If you need healing... It's found in the communion that we take with Christ. I don't care if you've got a twitch in your eye that needs healing or if you've got some ailment that the doctors can't figure out. Nothing is too difficult for our God. The greatest miracle was our, healing, uh, was our, our salvation of our souls. Everything else is easier than that. The greatest miracle is our salvation. So if he saved you, he can do everything else beyond that. I mean, he's the creator, and he has his hand over his creation. So I'm running out of time. Develop the discipline of remembering Jesus. Develop the discipline. How do you do that? This morning, we sang songs. You know what we're doing? We were disciplining our minds to remember Jesus. He's the way maker. He's the miracle worker. He's the light in the darkness. Even when I don't see it, he's working. Even when I don't feel it, he's working. He never stops. He never stops. I got the music playing in my head. I got to watch out. Rehearse what he has done. Remembering Jesus is different than having a memorial for Jesus. Memorials quite often become monuments, whereas remembering becomes moments.
they have memorial buildings. Don't make a memorial building. Have a memorial of a remembrance of him with a relationship with him alive. So I want to read these points to you, and then we are going to enjoy our communion. Every blessing you and I enjoy is because of Jesus. The work, the blessing of Jesus is completely full. It lacks in no way. It is paid in full. If you want to build your faith, talk about God. Speak his word. Amen? So let's take our communion this morning. Also, um, at the end, once we're finished, we will have a few, uh, two, two or three people come to receive our elements because we don't want them to fall on the floor and spill. Um, so if you can take your element, if you need help, it's okay. I needed help the other day. We did a trial run because I wanted to figure out how to do this. So take just the little clear plastic and let's just open that up. And what that does is it expose, exposes the little circle, which is like the size of a dime. Is everybody with me? Does, any, does anybody need assistance? It's okay if you do because it is a challenge. So if anybody needs existence, just wave your hand. Anybody need extra time? I want to do this together. I really appreciate, how, uh, Howard, your, your thoughts. There is there's a power in unison. So we're going to do this together. When we partake of this wafer, what we are doing is we are remembering and celebrating what Christ did for us. Amen. Adrian's there. Uh, Adrian, can you just help Pastor uh, Brother Cooper out there? Just that's okay. This is new for us. That's okay. The the other time when we did communion, I took a I, I we did it online, and I took a piece of cracker and I ate the cracker, and I didn't realize how long it would take to actually finish the cracker. And, and so I'm sitting there watching the the, the, the screen, and I'm going. <laughs> so it's okay. We're learning. We're learning. Appreciate your laughter, Brad. Amen. Are, are you uh, you're good to go, Brother Cooper? Awesome, awesome. So let's take this together. And as we take it, thank Jesus for his broken body, which is your healing. It was broken so you could be complete. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And yes... I haven't tasted it ever like that before. But that's okay. Now, we have his, his, the, the juice, which is his blood that was shed for us. So if you want to open that up. This is fun. This is so much fun. We're not used to this. It's like, give me a minute. Okay. And be careful because if you're like me, you'll you pop it open and it will spray all over. And it's like, I'd like to get it in my mouth. So, <laughs> Jesus, help me if I'm supposed to be a little more sober. Hey Amen. If if you need a moment, all right. Hallelujah. So as we take this. We're going to thank Jesus for his blood that is a total cleansing, total cleansing. Thank you, Jesus, 
that your blood cleanses me from all unrighteousness, that your redemption is complete. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. You may partake. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, hang on to those, please. Don't toss them. Um, we have a couple gentlemen, ushers, if you want to go right now. We're going to be closing the service here in a moment. So uh, Adrian and Pastor Sean are just going to be walking in front of you, collecting the elements. Couple, couple pieces of housekeeping. Um, we're asking, every Sunday we're asking for you to register. It's not because we, 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 we know you're going to be here, but what it does is it helps us and enables us to know how many people are coming. Because of the, the uh, quantity or the limit for how many people come. So what we're doing is we're asking you, um, and it takes a little bit extra work on your behalf, but if you could uh, go online to the website, the church website, and what you do is you click under, I think it's under messages, and then it will give you an opportunity under the tab messages to sign up and uh, fill out the registration. And that is active. It opens up on Tuesday. If you are not able to, for any reason, to do that, which hopefully you are, but if you're not, if you're not able to, call the office uh, Tuesday uh, after 9.30 in the morning till 2.30 in the afternoon, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We have people at the office. And it just helps us understand how many people are coming. It, it, it just makes it for a, a great way of, of housekeeping and understanding uh, how much work or how much we have to be prepared for. And thankfully, we're getting, uh, your, your, your participation is amazing. Uh, the, these are interesting days. And, and there are some people that may not be comfortable with coming. That's okay. We're under, we understand that. And, and so it's, it's for, uh, for me, pastoring, it's great to see a face. I really appreciate it, and I enjoy it. I still am looking forward to the times when we can, we can shake hands and greet each other with a holy kiss or a holy hug. Uh, the holy kiss part, I'll leave that for me and my wife. But, but I'm looking forward to, to being able to, to have some better physical connecting with handshakes and a hug and just, just, just a bit of a, a, a greeting because I believe there is a blessing that passes on. But I also know that God works in shadows. So, so he can work, um, he works with cloths, he, he can do it. So th that, that is one thing. Also, the other thing is we want to thank you, all of you that give, that are consistent in your giving. Thank you so much. Um, it is challenging. Um, it's challenging as to how to, to bring your tithe. How does that work because of, of the challenge? So we've done it online, and we want to thank everybody that has jumped on and done that either online. And what we have done is we have um, a little basket at the front, so after the service, if you'd like, you can come and you can just drop off your uh, tithes, your gifts, or your offerings as well. So I want to thank you. And, and with that, I want God, I'm asking God, to bless you. I'm going to close with a, 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 a couple things here. But God is a God of blessing. I am amazed when I read the Old Testament. The expectation and the mindset of the children of Israel was to be blessed. 
they, they had this idea that, you know what? In, in fact, other countries and nations looked at the nation of Israel and considered them sometimes to be arrogant because of their mindset of, you know what? I'm blessed. And, and so sometimes it can be, it can come very, it can be a challenge, but I sometimes, I sometimes think we're afraid to be blessed. I want to release you of that. <laughs> I want to release you of that. If, if you want to come to me and tell me of how God's blessed you, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give you an air high five, and I'm going to give you a fist bump in the air, and we're going to believe God for even more. I want you to be blessed. God wanted people to be blessed so much that he told his priests, he says, when your people come, you bless them, but when they leave, you speak a blessing over them. So when they leave this setting, he said, they're blessed when they go. Now, what's amazing is if you take that and you take that into the New Testament, what you find that Jesus is our high priest. So the high priest gave this blessing, and what he did, he actually placed God's name on the people. And I want you to catch this. He placed God's name on his people. So when God looked, it says when God looked at his people, what he saw, he saw his name. And because of that, he was compelled to bless. So when I speak this, when Pastor Nelson, Pastor Daniel, Pastor Sean, when other people say this blessing, what I'm doing, I'm not replacing Jesus because he actually is the one, but what I'm trying to do is in your conscious mind and in your subconscious mind is cause something to grow up inside of you that causes you to realize I am blessed because of Christ. I am blessed because of what he's done. So when I'm speaking over this, over you, what I'm doing is I'm planting seed, I'm watering seed, and you are going to start walking around, and you're going to have this uncanny arrogance that is scripturally and it's holy, that it says, I am blessed, and I don't care about whatever you say, I am blessed because of what God says. So may he bless you. May he keep you. May he cause his face to shine upon you and give you peace. May he cause you to see one fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand. May you be the head and not the tail. May you walk in victory, not in defeat. May everything that you touch be blessed prosper and increase because Christ the high priest is over you and his name is on you. That is our service for today. God bless you. Thank you. And have an amazing, an amazing week. God bless you. Thank you for joining us online. Have a phenomenal